you have been warned. This radio program is going to have bold topics for bold Christians. Welcome to Empowered Radio with Laurie Dims. There are the worst of times, these are the best of times, but right now it's 10 times. Thank you for joining me today. Amen and amen. Let me introduce myself. My name is Laurie L. Timms. I'm an author and a speaker. And it's my passion to reach the lost and inform the church in these last days. Now, as as of late, I've been going in a different direction with the show. And I've been getting back to my, to the basics, you know, my spiritual empowerment. Allow me to explain. Uh, you know, I was... Uh, doing Tim's times and it was all kind of a watchman's warning and I was going through so many different stories you know 30 40 different stories a week you know I was picking out like five or six or seven to talk about every week but then you know after a while it's super vexed my spirit and I'm like oh I gotta take a break from this so what I'm doing now is I'm going back to my roots and I'm talking about spiritual empowerment. So please be with me. Uh, bear with me. Uh, also, please excuse me because I have been sick lately. I'm better now. Thank God. Praise God. And uh, I'm doing the best I can. So let's get going here. Today's title show is Shine Your Light. Now, it's important to shine your light as a Christian in a dark place you know the world is so dark today i mean all you have to do is just turn the news on or just go shopping just go out just look around it's a really dark place these days and you know there's no hope there's no future uh it's really a sad sort of affairs it is and so the earth is literally dying from sin it really is and so uh it's so important that we, as believers and Christians, shine the light of Christ uh, for others to see as a beacon, you know, like a uh, lighthouse would be where it would shine the light and the, uh, the people, you know, on the boats and stuff would uh, go to the light. It would guide them and direct them into safety. So that's what we're doing. Okay, Matthew, my foundational scripture is Matthew 5 verse 16 and Jesus said let your light shine before others now see it's important because uh, no one's light is a lamp that should just be hid under a basket so uh, you know I'm thinking about that that little song that they used to sing in vacation Bible school about shine your light the little light of mine and uh it's important that we do that, especially today. Now, I looked up some words, and uh, of course, you know most of them, but I'm just going to go over them because it shows you how uh, how attracting and how magnetic your light, the glory of God, can shine uh, from you. So, anyway, uh, uh, the first term would be enthralling that's holding the attention or provoking interest okay charismatic charming often mysterious power to attract others so you can be charismatic and it draws people to you okay they want what you have that's 
what it basically is. Magnetic, having an often mysterious or magical power to attract. Now we know it's not a magical power, but it's a supernatural power as far as we're concerned. Uh, enraptured, experience are marked by overwhelming, usually pleasurable emotion. You know, and, and a good way to describe it, this is the sentence they give, is enraptured look on a fan's face during the band's concerts. So it draws your attention. It gets their attention upon you. You are called to be a light to the people around you. That is your goal. That's what you 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 need to be doing in, this, uh, in these days here. Now, I'm going to go... Uh, there's some characteristics of uh, expressing your light, showing your light. These are the characteristics that that would appear to other people. And that is joyful. You're joyful. Your feeling uh, causes great pleasure and happiness. See, you know, you're happy, you're joyful. And, you know, in Nehemiah 8.10, the... Uh, Bible says the joy of the Lord is my strength and it's true because you think about it when you're happy you're strong you're powerful you're in a great mood but when you're down and out you have no strength you become weak and vulnerable so we need to have the joy uh, of the Lord another characteristic would be to be peaceable and that's stressless and, you know, the Bible talks about that. The Bible says in John 14, 27, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. I do not give you as the world gives you. See, God gives you a certain type of peace that the world cannot give you. Uh, no matter what, you know, you can buy a new car. Yeah, you're happy for a minute. You can pay some bills, but more bills come. Uh you know, it, it's a false sense of peace. It's a temporary peace to where uh, God gives you peace that surpasses all human understanding. See, they don't understand it because they're worried. They're stressed. They they don't know where to look. They can't rest easy at night. Uh, they're looking uh, at what's coming upon the world. It scares them to death. And, you know, if you didn't have a backup with the Heavenly Father, a heavenly backup, you would be scared too as well. So we know that fear is the opposite of faith. Fear stops faith in its tracks. So we need to always uh, keep that in mind as well. Uh, another thing is to be positive, to be hopeful, okay? Uh we're hopeful of the future. And, you know, in Jeremiah 29, 11, uh, the Bible says that uh, God gives you a hope and a future. You know, you can't get that from man. You can't get that from the Babylonian uh, system of the world. The system of the world is death and destruction and despair. And, but the uh, kingdom is righteousness, peace, and joy. And so you see, it's quite the opposite of what the world offers you. And so anyway, that's so important that we 
be this way. Now, another number four is enthusiastic. We need to be enthusiastic. That's a characteristic of being a child of God because enthusiasm is contagious. And see, you know, when you go and you talk about what the Lord's done for you, oh, it gets contagious. People want it. They want to have their own story. They want someone to uh, turn their life around as well. It's like uh, you're drowning and Jesus is the life preserver that is thrown to you. And see, they need a life preserver as well. So it's important. And you know, you uh, you want to be upbeat and not complaining and griping like the world is. You know, the world, all you have to do is just listen. Just stop and listen to what people are saying. They're always complaining. They're always griping. They're never happy. And, you know, I think to myself, I said, you know, uh, they could live their whole life and they're going to stand before God. And he's going to say, what have you done with the time that I gave you? And all they did was complain. Instead of trying to do something, they became the victim and complained. And sometimes I, I, I sadly believe that people want to be the victim. And so that's uh, the stinking thinking. That's the uh, bad uh, mentality that the enemy gives you. And if you're, if you're not uh, into the word of God, which is the opposite, that it gives you hope love and peace now the final one here is attitude because you know you've heard this before attitude is everything it is a mental outlook of optimism and expecting good things to happen amen you know people who are positive are just easier to be along uh, to get along with i mean you know we've all had people that we would uh, you know go to work with and you know, there'd be, and a lot of times the job would be, uh, you know, sometimes it gets dull or mundane or, you know, it's just the same, it's tedious and it's a lot of the same stuff. And you need to be with somebody that makes work fun, that that is upbeat, that, uh, you know, enjoys life. And then you might see somebody that's always griping and complaining. You're like, oh, no, here they come. Because it's not very long you around that person it seems to try to rub off on you and i believe it is a critical spirit that they carry inside of them and it's really a sad thing it really is uh anyway uh i was thinking about isaiah uh, 60 where it said rise and shine about your light uh, let your light shine and it draws people. It draws people to you. And that it does. Okay, let's see here. Uh, now, we're going to go to some simple steps to shine your light. Now, these are some just quick ones that I kind of highlighted here. I want to go through a few of them here. And that is a smile. You know, smile. You would be surprised. How just a smile and a kind word or a fact, you know, uh, uh, a kind face, which is a smile or kind word really changes people's outlook for the day. And, uh, and it's so important to be positive. Number two is to give genuine 
uh, compliments, you know, compliment people because no matter what's going on, you can find something good to say about someone. Appreciate them. Compliment on their hairstyle. Compliment them on their outfit. You know, anything. It just, it changes the complexion of the conversation. And it's important. Number three, be friendly. And of course, smiling and being complimentary is being friendly. So be friendly. And uh, that way people won't mind listening to you and talking to you. Praise God. Be a good listener and listen with compassion. You know, uh, care about what they're saying. And, you know, it's easy to be a good talker, but it's hard to be a good listener. So listen. And number five, love others and just love life. You know, God, it's a blessing that God has given us life and that we should appreciate it and appreciate others. And, you know, another thing, too, I'd like to add is that some people are hard to love. That's true. But God made them and we have to respect them because they are God's creation. And, uh, you know, God knows everything that they've been through and the reason why they are who they are and where they are in life. And we should respect that and show love and respect and kindness to all. Amen. Like I said before, enthusiastic people are contagious. They want what you've got. The bright light of Christ Jesus is a beacon to the lost, hopeless world. You know, don't put your light under a bushel. Let your light shine. Just be who God changed you into. The same light of Jesus that drew you in will do the same for others. Now, I've got two or three stories I want to tell you about letting your light shine. And uh, one of the stories was that I was working one time and these two young uh, men were on the floor. They were visitors. And I could tell real quick they were uh, maybe Jehovah Witnesses or or somebody that was ministering to different uh patients there on the floor and I just walked up to them and just started talking to them well I don't think they thought that I was going to be preaching to them <laughs> but you know I am a ordained minister so and it is my favorite subject so I started minister to them well one long until I felt God's presence and glory come upon me I was just beaming and they were just uh, I hate to use the term spellbound, but they were just mesmerized, I should say. And it really shocked them. And I could tell they were drawn to the glory of God that was in me. And that was really a wonderful time that I spent with those two young men. But anyway, let your light shine. Amen. Now, I want to tell you about a couple of different incidents that happened to me. And uh, first, I was waiting at the transit center. Now, usually at the transit center is where you get off of one bus to wait on a different bus. And most of the time, I'm not even getting off the transit center. I'm usually just riding the bus, and it might stop there for a minute to pick people up, 
and then it goes ahead. And so I'm usually just sitting on the bus. I'm not going into the transit center. But every so often, uh, I may have to uh, go to the post office, which is across the street from the transit center. And I may walk across the street over there and wait on the next bus. So the buses run every hour. So anyway, this is what happened to me. And it was quite interesting. But I was waiting at the transit center and was led to talk to somebody there. Now, usually when this happens, it's a divine appointment that God has set up for someone else. And so it's for me to speak a word into their lives, a word of uh, maybe a word of knowledge or a word of wisdom to them or something that God wanted me to say to a specific person. But a lot of times I don't know who it is until it right before it happens. So it's pretty amazing. It's fun and it's it's exciting. You never know. And we serve a great God. Amen to that. But anyway, uh, a young man was waiting on the bus and he looked down and out. He did. He looked really depressed and kind of uh, downtrodden. And, you know, he looked like he uh, maybe was a street person and you know every now and then he would ride the bus or maybe he was in there getting warm you know i don't know but anyway uh it seemed as though that life had really taken its toll on him uh and he asked me what time was it they used to have a clock there but for some reason they took it out and so i told him and uh when I answered him, he noticed something about me. And uh, I was smiling and very upbeat. And he was immediately drawn to my positivity. He noticed that I had an accent. You know, I am Southern. And well, this is Northern Oregon. <laughs> and he asked me about my life. So this was a great opportunity uh, you know, he wanted to know how did I get here and where was I from, you know. And so uh, it just, uh, it was just a general info that he was asking about. And as I explained my calling to him and told him the Lord showed me in 2012 that I would be here. He was shocked and listened to every word that I said. This gave me the perfect time to tell my testimony. Oh, we do serve a great God. And so I did. I told him my testimony. And, you know, uh, I told him, I said, I've been traveling around for quite a few years. Uh, the Lord sends me to different places to speak words to different people and to, uh, you know, talk to different people about certain things. And uh, he was just astonished. He said, well, do you know where you're going next? I said, well, not really. I'll know when I'm getting ready to go. <laughs> and uh, the Lord always provides a way for me to get there. He provides a place for me to stay before I get there. And uh, it's pretty amazing. And uh, it's got fringe benefits, <laughs> you know. And so anyway, God takes care of me everywhere that I go. Amen and amen. Now, as I was telling my story, I felt the anointing of God coming on me 
I love that when it happens. Very addictive. It really is. Uh, and I told him that I used to be a battered wife, drug abuser, and struggled to make ends meet. You know, I was a single parent. I had two two sons. And, uh, and that God had surely changed me in my life forever. It still surprises me to this very day how far I've come from where God lifted me out of the pit of hell. Now, uh, I was abused and, uh, and the doctor gave me some pain medication. And then before long, I was addicted to that and I was taking that. And, you know, it was just like a merry-go-round that just kept going around. I couldn't get off the ride. And so God really reached down and got me out of that. And uh, it was so long ago, it's hard to even realize that was me. You know, that's not even, you know, it's just hard to remember, you know, how I felt back then. It was just so many years ago. And I even had somebody tell me one time, they said, Lori, you wouldn't understand. You're a goody two-shoes. And I started laughing. I said, you don't have an a clue where I came from and they don't because I've been there I've been there and so I've been in places that a lot of people wouldn't want to be and God changed me he really has and I told him that only God can change a life and he wants to change yours that's why I told him he lit up when I was talking and he said, you are so positive and upbeat. See, your testimony does make a difference in a lost, fallen world. My bus showed up, so I had to leave. But praise God, I did plant that seed. Now, here's another story that happened to me. It just happened recently. During my morning devotion time, I asked the Lord if he needed me to do anything for him that day. You know, sometimes we need to do things for Jesus and not always ask for ourselves. Well, anyway, he said, Lori, I want you to go to the transit center to meet someone. I said, okay, Lord, what time? He said, one o'clock. Well, I normally don't just go and meet someone so I know God is up to something <laughs> besides it's all about obedience so I got got up I got dressed and I left at 12 15 and got there about 12 30. I went inside and sat down not knowing what to expect well I sat there and two men were sitting there and were talking about Someone that had saved their lives and saved them from dying. Well, I thought at the time, I said, well, this is a great opportunity to jump into this conversation and tell them why God had allowed him to live. So I asked him why did he think he was allowed to live longer? And he said, my doctor saved me. Okay, that's fair enough but I wasn't allowed to elaborate on things on this topic since they left the transit center. 
The idea I had at the time was to explain why God allows people to live longer. You know, first family members' prayers. You know, you may have a family member that's praying for them. Uh, also, uh, God's love and mercy because they're not saved yet. God gives you every opportunity to give right. It's God's will that all be saved and spend eternal life in heaven with him. So, you know, I was going to go into that, but, you know, they just said, no, it's I gave the credit to the doctor. And then next thing you know, they just got up and left. So I said, well, I'm realizing by now that this isn't the person that I was sent to speak to. But now it's one o'clock and nothing's happening. Well, should I leave or wait another hour until the next bus? So I decided to just wait it out. After all, it's God's time anyway, not mine. So anyway, uh, it's about 1.20 and a young woman walked in with two adults that were mentally challenged that she was taking care of. She put one on the bus going south and was waiting on a different one to put the other one on. She started talking to me about the bus schedule. And the next thing I know, the conversation took a hard right turn and the topic of the craziness of the last days came up. I mean, you talk about one minute, you're talking about the bus schedule. The next minute, you're talking about crazy people, you know, in the world. So I felt led to tell her that it's important to be ready for Jesus Christ's return. Not just believing in Jesus, but having an actual relationship with them. And I explained to him, I mean, I explained to her about the... Uh, Ten virgins, how five had oil and five didn't, and five were prepared and five weren't. And I explained that to her. And she looked amazed and said, you know, my boyfriend just told me this this morning. <laughs> That's what she said. And it must be a sign for me to listen. I said, yes, indeed it is. In, in uh, 2 Corinthians 13, it says, In the mouth of two or three witnesses shall every word be established. Now I see I'm a confirming word for her. What an honor. Being obedient plus confirming this seed. That's a double blessing for me. You know, you just never know. These two visits happening within the same week. So God's always up to something, or should I say someone. Let God use you for the kingdom and be about your father's business. You'll be glad you did. Amen and amen. You see, it's important to let our light shine. Time is so short. We need to reach as many people as we can, while we can, for the kingdom. This is the time in the show that I'd like to give everyone an opportunity to get in right standing with the Lord.
If you've never taken the steps towards salvation, or if you have, you may have drifted away, and you need to rededicate your life to the Lord, agree with me in your heart and spirit while I say the sinner's prayer. Father God, I'm a sinner and forgive me of all my sins. I believe that Jesus is your son and died on the cross and rose again. I need you to be my savior and to be Lord of my life. In Jesus' precious name, amen and amen. Praise God if you've made this decision. All the angels in heaven are rejoicing and your family members in heaven are rejoicing too. You have made the best decision of your life and you will never regret it. Only that you didn't do it sooner. Amen and amen. Welcome to the royal family. You are on the winning side. Praise God and to God be all the glory. Now that you know the truth, let it empower your life. You know, I just picture in my mind that when you get saved, your family members and the great cloud of witnesses, they're high-fiving, they're so happy. Uh, you know, it's just they're happy because they know where you're going to wind up in a great place. Amen and amen. Now, in conclusion, I'd like to thank you for joining me for this program, and I hope that it's been a blessing for you. Join me next week for another bold and empowering topic. Proverbs 28 one says, the righteous is bold as a lion. You know, boldness is not a personality trait, but acting by the power of the Holy Spirit by urgent conviction in the face of some threat. Please pray for a spirit of boldness to come about you. See, we need to be bold in these last days. And you know, most of the time, the enemy is just smoking mirrors. You know, he's like a magician. Just ignore him and just keep going forward. Uh, you know, keep looking at the Lord. Keep, keep your eye on Jesus and and uh, complete your assignment. That's what's important. Amen. You can get my books on Amazon or other online venues. You can contact me by email at ltimbs, T-I-M-B-S, at gmail.com. You can send me your questions or your prayer request. I would be honored to pray for you. And I'm also available for speaking engagements as well. Now you can go and listen to my archives at anchor.fm forward slash empowered dash radio. Uh, you can watch my live broadcast at OTTU Universal Media. And please support my ministry. I need your help. Uh, you can uh, support me at paypal.me forward slash Lori, L-O-R-R-I-E, Tim's T-A-M-B-S, and at Cash App, uh, dollar sign, L-L-T West. Please support my ministry. Any amount is really appreciated. And until next time, God bless you and shalom. OTU Media has been operating since September of 2020. Since then, OTU Media has reached over 45 million people through our media outlets. OTU Media is changing for one purpose only, and that purpose is to bring to you the quality and outstanding media that represents our audience. Welcome to the new OTU Media. 
To hear this and more broadcasts like this one, go to .tu Media from the web. Also, you can find .tu Media on Roku, Amazon Fire, Android, and Apple iOS. This radio network is on .tu Media 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 56 weeks a year. Thank you for your support of .tu Media and this radio network. Thank you for listening to Empowered Radio with Lori Timms. Tune in next time for more bold topics for bold Christians. This broadcast is copyrighted by LLT Ministries and the Resilient Christian Radio Network.